Good evening, Andrew. Good evening, Keith. <laughs> we seem to do this at the night time, but here we are again in the room. Don't play with your microphone. Talking stand. all things AV. What are you doing? It's making subsonic noises. Oh. Okay. So no one can hear what it. What do you got? It's good to be back, by the way. And um, it's, I mean, the the response to the first episode. Uh, Overwhelming. The, well, the first new episode. Unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. In what way? Unbelievable. <laughs> Just unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'll say nothing more. Mostly I'll say nothing more simply based on the fact that we only just finished editing it five minutes ago and haven't put it up yet. But the it's response... Just unbel- yeah, well, we were rolling around the floor laughing. Oh, we are... Yeah. Now, so what do you got? What's happening in the world of audiovisual? Um, well, I thought we'd go and look at a, a new product. Well, it's nearly two years old, so I suppose it wouldn't be a it's real... Newish. It's mm. a newish product. I, I'm sure you... Don't know about it, so okay. I thought I'd bring it in and show you. All right, this and will be good. This will be good. So, have you heard of the Chromecast? Uh, something to do with Google. It is. Here you go. I'll hand you this. It's yeah. Little, here you go. Oh, 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 uh, uh, ah, got it. Yep. Thank you. It's. A, it looks like a uh, large uh, USB drive. Well, rounded end. Yes, it's well, quite it's, heavy. It's it's a HDMI actually. It's not USB. So it is, but that's what it looks like. It does. It looks like a USB dongle. Yes. Um, but we'll call oh, it. That's up. right. So it's so it goes into a USB socket. It's got obviously some kind of Wi-Fi connectivity yes. or something. Yes. So you've heard of Apple TV. Yes, I have. Yeah. So this is the competitor for Apple TV. Okay, all right. So, so it's it's powered by a mini USB. Yeah, it has a HDMI output. Mm-hmm. Um, so most new TVs have USB and HDMI, which yep. is win-win. Yes. So plug one of these in the back of your TV, and basically, well, they call it casting. They don't call it AirPlay, like Apple has AirPlay or streaming. Well, or streaming is the real word. Yes, but. Apple like to call their system AirPlay, mm-hmm. where you send from your iOS device yep. to your Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Google have come up with the Chromecast, yes, and you're casting to your Chromecast. Where are the files that you're playing? Well, it, it's really a streaming device. There's so no they're online. Yeah, everything's online. So you do need a tablet of some sort. You do. Yeah, because there's an app. Yeah, there's an app. Everything's got an app. So this just doesn't connect to your Wi-Fi network and then in turn to the www and then extract files from... It has some of its own apps. Yeah. But as a rule, you're using the apps on a smart device. Okay. So And it's very compatible with iOS or Android or computers. I saw... I, I probably maybe knew about it, but I was reminded of it on the weekend when shopping for a television for a client... Yes. And saw it as a feature. But I'm not sure why, unless it's built into some TVs now. Uh, I don't think it's built in. It's I think... There's a compatibility that they're referring to then, perhaps. Um, See, it, it's weird, because we're supposed to know about these things, and rather than 
ask questions effectively of the audience <laughs> as to how it might work and what it might do. We are actually supposed to provide them with information. Okay. Well, I've had mine for, for nearly 12 months now. Really? You yeah. never mentioned it? No, I've been using Next it. Next, you'll be telling me you're married and have children. <laughs> so I think it's good. It's It works straight out of the box. You do have to connect it to your Wi-Fi. Okay, you don't have to like, crank the handle or wait for the valves to work. No, no, no. Okay, right um, It's quite intuitive. It obviously comes with its own app. You keep looking at it like it's, a, it's like a pyramidical device. <laughs> You're not going to kneel down. and. No, no, I'm not in, that much in love with it. But, but you do like it and you use it regularly. Yeah, well, I'm actually thinking of getting two of them. That's how good they for are. For stereo? No, one for the bedroom, one for the lounge room. Okay. So, and that's the next best thing. You can tag them. Do you have a TV in your bedroom? <laughs> yeah. Really? Don't, don't you? Hell no. I've got oh. other stuff to be doing in there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you can have multiple of these devices within mm. within your home. Okay. And cast them whenever you want. So, how do you cast to them? Uh, generally, the app brings up the little cast icon and right. you just press that and, and it connects. Okay, so let's run through this. Uh, streaming or Chromecast for dummies. So I plugged the device into for the TV. Andrew. It's like a yeah, it's like a USB dongle uh, not dongle, you know. A, 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 a USB flash drive, but it's got a HDMI connector on. So you plug it into a spare HDMI connector. Yes. On your telly. Yes. You what what happens then? What comes up on what screen? What do you see on the TV? Uh, it comes up with actually with a really nice screensaver. It scrolls. So you go to that input and it's got a screensaver. Yeah, okay. it actually has. Uh, so if you plug it into HDMI three, you select HDMI three to on your TV. Yes, and you see a screensaver, and obviously you then use then a you, remote somehow. To then you would start up it. your app. Right, your Chromecast app, and that on your no, no, no. You would start up, say, YouTube, or you would start up a uh, movie streamer. Where? Any any app like that. Where's this app? Well, it would be in my case, it's on my iPad. Oh, okay, all right. So I I come with this. Okay, so you on you've got so you so I start up YouTube on your iPad. Start up YouTube. I type in funny cats as everyone does. Okay. Yep. And then there's you can obviously watch it on the iPad or you click on the button in it. So within the YouTube app, it will there it will be normally, a little Chromecast icon comes yeah, up. Yeah, the somewhere. Chrome iCast icon pops up. Yep. So usually in the right top, in the middle of the screen top, so that you can't watch it anymore on the no, iPad. No, it's on the top right hand corner normally. Okay. Right. Yeah. What if it blotches out, say, a cat's face or something? Or is it not on the actual screen that's off to one side? Actually, that's one trait I've noticed with the Chromecast. You can start up, and especially if you start up a moving streaming mm-hmm. site, and the movie's already started and you're five seconds in and new Chromecast hasn't connected, mm. um, it actually connects and goes back to the start. So it doesn't actually miss the first five seconds. Wow. Isn't that good? Technology. And the other thing that it works extremely well with Samsung TVs... Okay. In that, um, if you use the HDMI uh, sensing or what's the CEC HDMI? Yeah. So if you power it up and you click the icon, it automatically yeah, turns, gets rid of the horse racing or whatever you were watching on TV and, and selects the right to input HDMI three that we're yes. using as an example. Yeah. Okay. That's- Fifty dollars Australian. 
Yep. Can you buy it online from America? <laughs> for cheaper. For 46 46 That's the funny thing. I, I actually should dig up the receipt. I'm sure I bought this at Dick Smith. Yep. And it was $29 because no one was buying them. But now... Is that right? They've seemed to have become a bit popular. Okay. And now they're $49. Yeah, they're now they're $49. So. Mm. Okay. But cheap and cheerful works... Nothing real techo you need to do. Explain, explain this, please, if you mm. would. If you have a smart TV, and many don't. Yes. By the way, a smart TV is really not that smart. All it is is effectively a TV with a bit of a web browser built into it and a few apps like YouTube. Yes. If you go to your YouTube app in your smart TV, how is that better or worse or the same as using a Chromecast? I don't think it's any better. I don't think it's actually any different. No. Other than you've probably paid another $500 on your TV to have that feature. I don't know. Because the old boot, otherwise known as my mother, um, she... I thought you were going to say the Shaz for a sec. No. 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 I'll take that back. It's something else. It's a slang term. It's very pleasant and very nice and okay. very loving. And so it doesn't need to be said. So um, oh, you've put me off now just thinking, Your mother. thinking of the love of my life. Um, my mother. Um, so she's got a TV that's not very smart. In fact, it's crap. It's just a garden variety. I think it's a little 32 or 37-inch LCD thing. I said, you know, you're probably for not a lot of money, you know, because she wants to watch, uh, she does watch, um, you know, uses the the on-demand services of free-to-air channels, which yes. is another thing which I don't think you and I have ever spoken about, and yet there's a lot of people using that. See, a lot of people have good internet connections, which I don't. Well, which is a, probably a, a downfall for streaming services mm. in general. But let's say you have a good internet Yeah, if you have a good... On-demand, yep. SBS on-demand is actually what it's called as an example. Mm-hmm. They have movies going back for a month or two. Yes. They have shows going back, like series, going back for multiple, multiple episodes, like maybe half a dozen episodes. So if you suddenly like a program, you can watch the lot from the start. Mm-hmm. And I did some of this on the weekend and... It's good. The resolution is good. It streamed glitch-free. You know what's good about it. But Well, we'll come back to that. But the point is, I was plugging her laptop into the TV via a HDMI lead, which is what I was asked to do. There's right? the birthday present, just there. I'm not sure how that is better than having a HDMI lead. And using the, I mean, it's obviously more convenient because... Or is it? No, because you... Cause just, what, no, because you can... Okay, it's, it's more convenient because you can use a pad, which she's got yeah. an iPad. So yeah. she could use that to, you know, from her armchair. You, you forget that. Rather so, than... Forget that connectivity side of it. No, you just... Yeah, uh, hang on. So I said, you get a smart TV with that blah, 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 blah. Cause I'll, so I'll go and have a look, right? 40-inch... Well, I was there for this other client, this gentleman, who we needed a TV to replace an older one, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. So you went TV shopping. Yeah, yeah, I had to go TV shopping. So for him, but while I was there and he was, you know, fixing up the dude 
for the one that we'd selected, I had a quick look around on behalf of the old lady, and and she. Um, Are we talking about your mother again? Yes. Yeah, still. Okay. And okay. S- you can get a like a oh, a forty inch LG with a load of smart features. All of the stuff we're talking about. Yes. For seven hundred bucks. Yes. So how is it five hundred dollars dearer? Is there are they forty inch TVs for two hundred bucks that are not smart? Probably is in They're, China. China <laughs> Ch- Chinese, you know. There could be, but brands. I I have a Samsung smart TV and I, uh, I uh, yeah. yeah and it's a forty. Uh, very nice one, yeah. And we did mention that a few yeah. episodes back. Well, yeah. 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 And it's already dated, the, the smart... Well, it would be. We haven't done a fucking podcast for about three years, <laughs> so it's three years old. It's not that far off, yes. No, I don't really think it's that impressive anymore, Keith. I mean, <laughs> three years old. But so the developers, mm-hmm. if they don't write the apps, yes. you don't get that on your smart TV. So... Google have got this. So you're stuck is what you're saying. You're stuck with the apps that they want to provide you. In the TV, which mm. are not upgradable. No, you can't go and download them. You, you can, can't. Okay. You can go and search their Because app. That's, not, that's not what I was told by the very, very helpful and smart salesman at the appliance store. You can go and search or as their- you like to call them, apparently. What? Box store. Oh, box store. I mean, I went to a box store once and there's definitely no TVs for sale. But anyhow, the point is the- Box store guy, he said, yeah, it's like a firmware thing. Well, yeah. Well, I started up my smart TV yesterday and fired her up. Yeah. And I went into the... Put some coal in it. Went into the, in smart, the smart section. Yep. And it wanted to do an update because yes. there is some new apps there. Okay. So it does have new apps. But you can't get the apps that you want. You can only just update. You can only get the ones they give you in the firmware upgrade. Yeah, yeah. But if there was a worthwhile um, app upgrade, um, like within like with an existing app, there was a better version of it. Surely the firmware upgrade would contain that. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. So just so so this is just for for techie wankers like you that want to have a new app. I have a new. I got a new app this week. Look, have a look at it. it does the same as the last app. And no, but it's different. I mean, what's it, no, that's not actually your voice, is it? No, but um, you're missing the point. It's not an app that comes with it. It's using everyone else's apps to work with it. I get it. that. You can have any app you want. So someone brings out a new moving yes. movie, movie streaming yes. service. Yes, it just works with it. You don't have if you to. download the app onto your device. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I mean, I'm just saying. You know, saying you, you you make it. Your average punter, and when I say your average, I mean, you know, my mother, who's entirely capable, so technically, but she doesn't need all this extra BS. No, look, it's not for everyone. But it is a, it is a great thing if you don't have a smart TV. So, because so, the, so, so, in fact, let's just, let's just go beyond this and then make sure that the tape is recording. Oh, we okay, yeah. Tape yeah. for this because it's sort of a retro podcast. <laughs> Um, old, old in fact, we're cutting an acetate, which means we're at the end of the first side already. Um, we're not. 
What do they do? What do they used to do? Max? 30, 37, 38 minutes in. I mean, I've got the tracks tightened up, compressed as much as I can, but I mean, we're going to run out of time. And then people have to flip to side B. Um, so what was your point? I'd- the point was, let's go beyond this. The world has changed. Free-to-air TV. Anyone who's turning a TV on and channel surfing, like me, is, and, a, is a dickhead. And is annoyed every time you've gone through the 58 so-called free-to-air channels that oh, we have. What's the... What's the... It's the... I realise now that I'm doing the stupidest thing because I've just had a weekend of on-demand services, um, uh... What was the other thing that I had? We, <laughs> that was the other thing I was shown. I don't know. The same. Oh, well, okay. SBS. Oh, well, there was that. But there was... Um, what was the other thing I saw? And I thought, yeah, that works well. Oh, there's the new all-encompassing smart TV app called Free TV On Demand or something or whatever. And it's got all the on-demand apps within the on-demand apps or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. So you buy an absolutely... Like I think it's only LG and Sony just this today, but I think it's coming this you know the next ten minutes to Samsung etc. Mm. But if there are any other brands, are there other brands? Oh, Panasonic, there's only Panasonic. four left. Yep. So other than uh, so it's there is uh, a new brand I found. Really? We should talk about that maybe in another podcast when well, we maybe we'll get our head around it. We should hit pause in a minute on the tape recorder. But anyhow, the the point is. You've got what I do at home with the Shaz is we record, she mainly records everything that she wants to watch onto the DVD, you know, hard drive recorder thing so Mm. we can watch. PVR, yes. PVR. What's a DVDR player? Blu ray player recorder thing bloody good machine but sort of old school in a way but you know you maintain broadcast 1080i quality etc etc right so it oh not that much of it's 1080i what is it mostly 576p or something yes I mean, it's all pretty yeah anyhow it, it's got a good enough picture and so you can skip through the ads okay so you, you watch your show you, you go oh well, there's nothing on free to air while we're even looking i don't know although at home i don't have an internet connection i have to rely on my phone but anyhow you so you have the option of looking through your guide, your recorded programs, and selecting something to watch. Or if you have an internet connection of any kind of quality, you've got all your on-demand services, and then beyond that, you've got the whole freaking internet. Yes. So, i.e., iTunes with their movie downloads, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, why the hell is anyone watching free to air anymore? Unless they're incredibly lazy, like me. Oh, oh. And I just, at the end of the day, go, oh, what's on? Oh, 7.30 report. That's good. Or who's paying for pay TV anymore? My ex next door night. <laughs> we should bring him in and ask him about but that. But he's only paying 20... Did he tell you? I think he's only paying 25 a month. That's their new deal. Because Foxtel's obviously doing it really, really hard. Well, this is this is a... Money stealing feature for oh. off Foxtel. Yeah. So this brings up: you're not going to throw your Panasonic TV out now. You're going to get a Chromecast and stick it in the back of your Panasonic upstairs in the penthouse, in the office, in the office. I don't watch much TV up there. <laughs> oh, okay. 
But um, it's a good, I agree. You it's could a good upgrade. Well, that TV is now plasma. Jeez, oh, I don't know. Old is five, six. Shit. Actually, it's going to be more than that, isn't it? It's actually probably six or seven years old. No. Yes. But you're not going to throw it out. Hell no. I'm not going to throw it till the day it fails, at which point I won't even attempt to fix it. I'll just chuck it in the wheelie bin. Oh, there's only a 42. Is it a 50? No, it might be a 50. 50. It's a bloody good TV. Um, yeah, okay, this would thoroughly upgrade it. Yes, it would. So it would, yeah. But then so would... What would an Apple TV do then? It doesn't well, do see, all that, does I it? was yeah, no, I was doing Apple TV and I was recommending Apple TV, you know, because well, it's it it's another well. it's another good device. Mm. The only thing is that's half the price or even yeah, less than half the price of F all though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was thinking about it. Why would you pick one or the other? And I go, well, I'll have both. Oh. Best of both worlds. The the issue. Not so much um, you can get apps on your Apple TV, but the only apps that Apple give you, you can't actually mm. add any app you want to. Yeah. Um, but then you can still AirPlay, so you're achieving the same thing. You can have an app on your smart device and, and send it across to your Apple TV and display it on your television. Can I just... So you... Can I jump in for a sec? Yeah. So you, your Chromecast, you've got your controlling... What you want to watch via an app, via an app on your tab, on your tablet or your iPad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where's the data stream going? Is it is it using UNP, UPnP serving or something in your router? But- Otherwise, have you got the data going in and then back out no. of your tablet <laughs> no. to get to the Chromecast? No, I I believe what you're doing is, well, you've got them both on your Wi-Fi network. Yeah. And you, well, you wouldn't stream it to your device. And I mean, the, 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 the technology must be, and I mean, this is where oh. I used to know this stuff inside and out and understand what's going where and how, but now I'm a little confused. Is there, because the Chromecast makes the app aware that it exists and then in somehow in the world of networking, the data stream is, I hope, going directly from the router to the Chromecast. Yeah, I'm trying to read. <laughs> I got sidetracked. Surely your iPad would get red hot and the battery would go flat. <laughs> it would go and flat. There'd be like, not so much latency, but there would be there would be a yeah, it would have a to come in the router issue, potentially. It actually pauses on your iPad and goes to sleep. And you can shut it down, like, or close it. Oh, you can turn your iPad off. Yeah, just, just well, you playing. just close the, yeah, make it go to sleep. Which, what button do you do that with? The little rectangular button? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope you have saved your work. You just turn that off. Oh, no. Oh, well. Oh. It's all good. So, there you go. Thought you'd like that. That's good. Or I'm going to check to make sure that the tape is running. $35 US, if you want. Is that right? So, you could get a pocket full of them when so you go over. Actually, you're going over this year. Yeah, but that's actually just the exchange rate, isn't it? <laughs> that's actually why they've gone up from twenty nine to fifty. Possibly they're down to seventy seven, seventy eight cents. Therefore, you're buying it at seventy five or whatever. Well, here's Good old days are over. Here's something interesting, and, th- and this is probably why I think it may 
beat the alt smart TV at its own game. Hold that thought. Okay. We're going to a break. Back in a, back in a, about eight seconds. <laughs> Back in the room. Definitely in the room. That was yeah, it's a very very brief piece of music, isn't it? It's a very short break. It's catchy though, very lucky, catchy. Lucky we can have a pause button on the <laughs> antique valve tape recorder. So, um So just to finish off on the the uh, Yes, you had an important point that we're coming straight back to. The Chromecast. Mm. I, I mean it's actually a year. This month, since it was released, which is okay. So you had it. Um, you had it a year before it was released. <laughs> Interesting. It feels like it's been twelve months. Now, the bit I like about it is that there's there is a lot of uptake on the developers. They're all jumping on board and making apps for it. So I think that's where it's going to win the race. Okay. Um, and obviously the price. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. I have to buy you one for Christmas. You'll have to wait. Yeah, I can wait. I can wait. So, uh, the next? Handy hints. Handy hints on using your Chromecast. Anything to do with audio. How about a handy hint to do with record players? They're still... Turning around, aren't they, record players? Yeah, actually, I haven't sold one for a few weeks or so, but there was a bit of a... Influx? Yeah, yeah. The last 12 months really have been um, a little bit like the old days, you know, selling a stereo amp and a turntable and sometimes even speakers to connect to it. And, um, yeah, so... um, Old is new again. What? Yeah, absolutely. What? What's interesting is that there's a whole bunch of people who have no idea how to handle a record, clean a record. What? Well, can't you just pick it up with your stylus. fingers? Yeah, I've seen your record. It's like a Keith. It looks pizza like pizza. You just pick it up. Really? Do you put a stylus on a pizza that you're spinning on a <laughs> microwave tray and expect music to come out? Um, that'd be opera, I suppose. Anyhow, uh, so what? Tell us what we should be doing with our records. What? How should we handle them? Five quick points to do with records: don't sit them flat, stand them up. We all know that. Why wouldn't you sit them flat? Because if you put a bunch of them on top of each other, they warp, or they go dish shaped. Okay. Um, That's point one. Don't clean them unless you really, really have to, and you probably won't have to clean them because you won't be touching you with your fingers, and you won't be leave them lying ar- leaving them lying around, and you won't leave them on the turntable. If you don't have to clean your record, that's one less thing that foreign object that comes into contact with it potentially yes. ruins it. The only thing that should touch your record is a stylus. Just, the I only just... kind of stylus that should touch the record. Point number three is a clean one. Get yourself a proper stylus cleaner. There are very few good ones. Ring Why me would, up and ask me what a good one is. Why would the stylus get dirty if your records are already clean? Because there's always a little bit of lint and it's around, the, and it, it 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 picks every bit of that up, and eventually it turns into a tuft of stuff that literally raises the stylus out of the groove. A bit of fluff on the end of your needle. stylus. <laughs> um, uh, point four. Uh, 
Never clean a record with any liquid. Unless so it's you don't bucket use, already. You don't use this hot, soapy liquid in a bucket? You take it the piss. <laughs> Uh, look, no, I'm sure if I Google it now. Of, oh, yeah, there's all sorts of Google uh, fantastic ideas. None of them are any good. Do not put fluid in contact with your records, unless you have to, because they're covered in handprints, you bought it secondhand or whatever. And that's a whole that's a whole separate subject, so we're going to leave that alone. And point five, turn the volume down when you put the stylus into the running grooves. Also turn the stylus, turn the stylus down. Turn the volume down when you're cleaning the stylus because it'll be really loud otherwise. So that's six handy hints. Um, don't put your turntable too near the speakers or on the same cabinet as the speakers are sitting on. You will get acoustic feedback. Yes. Do not... Well, no, we're just worried Do about not it. play records. Play high-res downloads. <laughs> they sound better. Oops. Um, no, they don't. Records are the best sounding things ever made. There's nothing more high fidelity than clicks and pops. They're only there because we're using the record as I a thought medium. we were helping people. That is helping them. Okay. Records are stupid. They should go away. No, they're, they're great. They, they do have a certain charm. I like them. And the thing that I missed, having been a child of the 70s and 80s, was when they went, was that... Um, you didn't have this lovely big 12 by 12 inch package with lots of information and liner notes and stuff. And I, that's the thing that I missed. And um, and I think that's one of the reasons why people are going back to them. And other than the fact that it's, I think there's a whole younger generation that find it astounding that this mechanical device gets lowered onto the record, which is another sort of weird mechanical thing with like grooves cut in it. And yes. it makes amazingly good sound, or at least... The ones I sell do. What is disappointing, point number eight is, don't buy your record player from Aldi or <laughs> JB for $69 so, or, or a, Dick Smith. A plastic platter, is that any good? Oh, it could be if it was any good plastic-wise. Like Riga RP1 is a plastic platter and there's nothing wrong with it really. In fact, some plastic platters like the RP1 is very inert and actually acoustically quite good. It may that. not be the so flattest thing back. you've ever seen. Riga have a plastic turntable. No, the a platter plastic, is plastic. The platter is plastic. It's good. It doesn't ring, oh, does it? Yeah, yeah. But it's cheap as well. No, no, it's good pommy plastic, so it's much better. Um, the uh, a lot of people come into the store and don't realise that records can sound as good as they really do, like a hi-fi system. A lot of people, a lot of people are collecting records and playing them on some little thing that you, you would have taken to a picnic oh. in the 50s, like in a suitcase, and go, oh, doesn't that sound amazing? And they actually say that, and you go, that's the most awful thing <laughs> I've ever heard in my life, except the sound of my ex-wife's that's voice. That's why we got and, CDs. That's the reason we have yeah, CDs. Well, <laughs> not only that, I mean, like, you know, some kind of ghetto blaster sounded a million times better. I mean... People are so caught up. There's a certain, you know, that certain... Hipster. Oh, you said you weren't going to say it. <laughs> That's my new favourite word. Speaking of speaking of hipsters, I'll finish with a record thing. Oh, uh, Actually, I wanted to bring one thing up, and it only just struck me because I'm not... But remind me to tell you about the hipster bar. I went okay. To, but now keep going. Because you're talking about plastic and you're talking about records, and you did... I think you skipped one vital... Oh, I skipped a bunch of them. We're going to do them in another episode. Oh. About keeping your records clean. You well, should put them back in their 
plastic sleeve. I said that. You don't leave it lying around the record or leave them lying around the room. Oh, you didn't clarify. Sorry. Well, obviously. You so, and, and, that, and that's what made me think too, not, not being... Don't touch the record. You handle the record with the edge. Yes. The, and when you, if you were doing it one-handed, you put your... Here you go. Demonstration. <laughs> Grab a record. Hold on. And this record is sad. You just had one just there Studio behind. Studio three hundred one. There's actually a forty five, but on a twelve inch. It's like an EP. So, are you taking a picture? <laughs> no, no. For no, future not, reference, not me. You are. I don't. See, I can't see the lens. No. So there's a one handed record grip. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get. I'm, it's like Can you just take the freaking picture. I don't want to get. Is it flaring or glaring or? Got it. Beautiful one-handed record handling technique. Yes. You, so you got your you got two fingers on the label and your thumb on the outside. Um, so that's a paper it's, sleeve. It's common. No, it's a it's a paper plastic sleeve. We're gonna, we'll do it again. We'll talk about records in a future uh, episode because there is there's a lot of oh, what the bloody chairs hitting the mic stand and oh. ruining the high fidelity sound of the studio. Um, so uh, I suppose I didn't realise it was just when when you were in the era when records is what we had and you were involved in the hi-fi business, you knew a bunch of tricks that you valued not at all, and then. That would have been some advice the salesman would have gave you when you purchased your item. I don't think I was ever anything other than a salesman, not a customer. I did buy, I did buy a turntable. I bought a few things, I suppose, as, a, as an actual customer, but um, but um, mostly I just bought things from the shop that I was working at. But anyhow, the point is, yes, I was taught. I was certainly taught at a very early age a bunch of. You know, just good management of your records and how to deal with it and so forth and so on and how not to wreck them. And, and there's so many people now doing horrible things to records and it's just horrific. Like cleaning with metho is just... And I, if there's, you know, some of my customers who are in the record business hopefully don't listen to this podcast, but I've already told them anyhow direct to their face, don't freaking do it. So they're in it's the a, industry and they do it. Oh, records, yeah, not. Oh, okay. The as in second record hand, shops, second hand yeah. records. Anyhow, doesn't matter. Let's move along. You had something. Oh yes. So uh, I'm just going to carry on from our my um, uh, Chromecast. Oh, I was going to talk about the hipster bar. Oh, okay. Remind. <laughs> well, no, you've got you've got this fetish for hipsters you obviously like their appearance <laughs> and their witty conversation and 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 so <laughs> now i went to this rather nice bar in Moolabar. On the found it sorted by accident now at the back street uh in the salento building called good bar and it's a good bar they got an interesting range of beers the food eh, whatever sort of deep fried american style sort of snacks snacky food fine if you're in the mood i wasn't but they have a very interesting range of beers, some local, some not. Uh, all served in cans, interestingly, other than ones I haven't tapped, which is, in fact, a good idea. But when we walked in there, 
Oh, no, you were the odd person out. Oh, God, we were the only normal people there. <laughs> Not that we were that normal. But it was like 80% beards. Oh. And they were all 25 to 32 or something. Oh, we did no. get that experience at uh, Riondo Beach when we went to that craft. Yeah, beard. that was a bit similar, wasn't it? Yeah, they yes. weren't full-on No, they were, they were... They were genuine They hipsters. were more of a... Do you reckon they were hipsters? See, I didn't think about it at the time, but... Yeah, I suppose they were actually a <laughs> bit hipstery. But there's another aspect... But it was a cool... That was a cool shop, though. Beer. Oh, that was a fantastic shop. I can't, I can't remember the name. And of I, I think if I spent more time in that shop, which we can't think of the name of, which would involve probably not living in Australia, but... You'd get quite a you'd, you'd have a great time there because they got lots of interesting beers. But there's a weird thing I've noticed with hipsterism regarding beer is that it's got to be craft beer, craft beer, craft beer. In other words, it's got to be some good, bad, or excellent little brewery that makes they their drop idea na- rusty nails into the oh, mix when not, they. No, it's not just that. No, that's that's not what craft beer necessarily is at all. They can be a very clean tasting lager, but the point is. They won't drink a high-quality commercial beer, say a fine German, you know, Hefeweizen or Pilsner Mm. or something. They have to drink something made down the road or made 300 k's away in some pissant brewery. Called Three Cat Tiles. Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. and and a wagon wheel. (laughs) There's a whole bunch of really good beer that's made admittedly by bigger breweries but they're bigger breweries that make really good beer rather than making swills such as, you know, all of the big breweries in Australia. So, you know, except Coopers. Except Coopers, of course. Send beer, Coopers. We love you. In South Australia? Yes, which is what, a segue to your next point? I'll be heading to South Australia this time next month. What are you doing there? Are you doing an OB? <laughs> no? What's an OB? I'm doing. A- but you're in the broadcasting industry. <laughs> oh, what do you mean, what's an OB? Outside broadcast. broadcast. I could be. Yes. I'll be doing a factory tour. Actually, you're going to the Coopers Brewery. <laughs> what? What are you making a special trip just to go to Coopers? Now we need free beer, Coopers. Are you listening? <laughs> we'll send you a link. I think that there is an option there for beer because I'm not. I'm not a wine person, so I'll be skipping the wine. Oh, I'm rather whiny, but yeah, not into wine. No. So. Can What's... we keep it? We'll keep it a secret for now. Mm. But factory tour, new information, Australian manufacturer. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Could be. Jesus uh... Christ! <laughs> fuck me! I might have a customer for you. I had a guy in the other v- day. V- it starts with V. No, no, no. The other one. <laughs> yeah, could be the other one. Anyhow, you forget. Forget going... Cooper's you've got to go to, but go to McLaren Vale. Go into the hills and taste some wines. I, I don't... I don't know nothing about South Australia, so this will be... Oh, just... Yeah, it's not far out of town. My God, there's some good wines there, but that's another story. So we've got something to do with AV. Okay, yes. So... Adelaide's great, by the way, if you've not been there recently or ever. <laughs> like myself. That's a... Interesting. I like it. It's a good town. Okay. I could put you in touch with someone who could show you a good time. I think it's a, it's a bit of a whirlwind thing. It'll be two-day trip. Okay. Anyway. That'd be good. You'll enjoy it. 
Good food. This Good is morning. a bit. So we're down. To, we got a news segment. Cheeks. Yep. And this is going to be of interest to you. It's it's a bit of breaking news. Bit of breaking bad news. That makes sense. Something to do with the bald headed guy and crystal meth. Yeah, actually, it is. Yes. Of course, I open the app and it wants to reload itself. And now, um, it, so on on from the Chromecast, mm. uh, Australia has a new movie streaming service that they released on Australia Day this year, mm-hmm. of which I'm now a member because mm. they get one free month to have a go of it. Is there like a special process that you have to go through or? Uh, yeah, Obviously, there's a meeting of the board. Your name yeah, is brought up. You sign your life away. Give them okay. carry yeah. card details, that yeah. sort of thing. So, this is Australia's version of Netflix or whatever else is out there. Yep. Um, it's called Stan. Mm-hmm. Which is... Let me guess. This is started by the uh, people who started the new healthcare company called Frank. Is there a new healthcare company? I think it's newish. Newish. It's called Frank. This is called Stan. This is called Stan. So what? There'll be a new brand of beer called um, Bertie <laughs> or Norm. Yeah, we're going back to the old-fashioned names. Yep. So this is a movie streaming service, and it has mm-hmm. TV um, uh, shows on there as well. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, okay. I can have a look at that show that you tell me that I should look at and I haven't looked at. Yep. That Breaking Bad show. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's not on here, which... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I got a whole season sitting on one of my hard drives. Why don't I just give it to you on a stick? But there's some good news that you probably want to join, Stan, Mm -hmm. is... Why does it keep going past? I just want to press... It's got a better call, Sol. No? Yes. Yes. It has. Apparently, I haven't gotten around to looking at it. Apparently, it's not that good. I've only watched one episode so well, far. what do you think of it? See, it's weird that you should watch it not having watched Breaking Bad because well, there it- is no one in theory watching that show that hasn't watched Breaking Bad except for you. <laughs> True. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, and that's and that's the the. Uh, but it's apparently it's like Star Wars when it came back. It's actually a prequel. It's a prequel. Yeah. Yes. It's Better Call Saul is a prequel to the award-winning series Breaking Bad. Yes. Set six years before Saul Goodman mm. became Walter. How White's do you pronounce life. it, Saul or Saul, or uh, Saul? Because. It's in the show. Oh, I forget how his name is pronounced, but I say Saul. Yeah, it's biblical. It is, isn't it? Really? <laughs> I'm not sure how Americans say it. I think it's more Saul. Doesn't and, matter. And Keep it, going. They're calling it. Oh, it's a comedy drama. Okay. So you so you watched it. I watched the first. And you give bit. it out of ten. What? I know you emphasise the. The camera, the cinema. Oh, every a- no, every aspect of Breaking Bad is yeah first class. Not too many people would say otherwise. It's the quality of the photography, the writing, the acting, the way it's pieced together, the music, the quality of 
Which I can just see. The, just the feel of it, the whole... Yeah, I can see. And and the way it twists and turns, and it's, yes. and it's one of the least predictable shows perhaps yes. ever made. <laughs> Very it's certainly the best TV show ever made of that type. And that's saying something, because The Sopranos wasn't shit. It's very unpredictable, and it's got a big scare factor, or a uh, not a scare factor. It's edgy, yeah, or yes, edgy. Put put you what out of your bad or soul, uh, soul out of your comfort zone straight off. You really? Go, Ooh, okay. So maybe it's. Cause I just heard one reviewer who was obviously au fait with Breaking Bad, or BB, as we say. <laughs> it's not true, <laughs> but. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> have you got a T-shirt for that? <laughs> you have. I've got various Breaking Bad T-shirts, actually. In fact, Brad gave me one the other day. Um, Big Brad. <laughs> the Chicken Brothers shirt, which is uh, in Spanish is uh, something I've forgotten. Pollo, something or other. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyhow, um, I've forgotten because the wine has taken over. But um, so, so, so you enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to watch the other two. The, uh, a new one got released today, apparently. Mm-hmm. So that's three according, episodes out? Three episodes, according to Stan. So that's the first thing I mm-hmm. noticed with Stan, the movie streaming. So Stan is delivering... Telling me that I've watched the first episode. Yeah, and fuck that. So Stan, I'm not interested in that. I mean, of course it does. Of course it knows what you watch. Okay. But is it is the release date the same as the US? I don't know. When does the US Because if it's not, why not? What, what, don't we get it before the US? It doesn't fix the problem if it's not, is what I'm getting at. With people... Because you've obviously got to pay a small fee to get this. No, I'm not paying anything for this. I'm oh, because the first month's free. Yeah, and if I want to keep paying, it's $10 a month. Yeah, that's a good deal, isn't it? A fuck the and then I just changed. Ch- chop it off when I don't want it. Yeah, all right. Well, that's good, because at least someone's getting some money rather than people just stealing it off a... Of- torrent site so yeah cool so i think you should have a look at it you'll like it oh i'm gonna watch it but i'm actually in the middle of because this is no i'm not gonna say it's really lame you're watching another series no no i'm i'm i sort of got sharon started on it and we're re-watching it because because i have to go near Albuquerque on a trip. Oh, okay. I thought I might go through it oh. and then I might accidentally be a lame ass and do <laughs> the breaking pad. Out in the desert scene, is it? Oh, no, there's there's some, not a tour, but you can pick up a map or something and drive around town and I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Maybe you're speaking of that, do you remember we drove through a town called yes. Superior, U-turn. which one of my favourite <laughs> films is shot in, which is U-Turn. And uh, We didn't get out of there quick enough. I don't it, know. It's, it looks way better on film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually watched a bit of that the other day just to try to work out where the shots were taken and it just, I don't know, I just don't... I actually, I probably did see it in a slightly different light. If see, you- see, you look better already when I just <laughs> when I frame the shot. <laughs> oh, that's oh, well, I can't even do it. Sixteen by nine. Anyhow, the point is, uh, for, for going to movie locations for ones that you like destroys the yeah. Because I have thoughts of um, going to Santa Barbara Wine Country for the yeah, for the sideways. Uh, I don't, have you seen Sideways? No, I'm. You must get out more, Keith. (laughs) 
But you're not a wine wanker, so Sideways won't have as much fun factor for you, but it's a fucking good movie anyhow. It's as funny as hell in places. Although I noticed when I watched it recently, it sort of aged a bit more than I thought it had. Ask me the first movie that I watched on Stan. My first... Hey, Keith, what was the first... (laughs) Firth? What was the first movie you watched on Stan? (laughs) Um, Blame it on Rio. Uh... Is that the one with the parrots in it? It's animated or something? <laughs> There's parrots in just about every shot. Okay. How was it? <laughs> How would you watch it? No. I actually I... don't watch any of those animated movies and I don't know. No, I know no, no. Not not the animated movie. The um, oh, He's my ex-favourite actor. Um it's 1982. Oh, please, someone help me here. No one's going to help me. Except Not for- uh, Michael Caine. Michael- Throw the bloody doors <laughs> on it. <laughs> you, you have to watch it. Oh, shit. It's got Demi Moore in it, and she's about 14 or 15. Oh, I like that. I can't believe you don't even Just know. Just blow the bloody door. <laughs> I can't do impressions, obviously. <laughs> Anyhow, so... Yeah, no, that was the other thing that was floating through my mind, was that. Is that, why did you watch that? Is this something you watched as a teenager? You took some girl to the pictures or something? I did. You, you did? Haven't, you, you haven't watched it? No. Just, you just watched it for Demi Moore. Oh, no. Sorry, d- Demi for, Moore. Forget about her. Go Michelle Johnson. <laughs> Michelle Johnson. <laughs> it's a code name for something she likes. <laughs> no, that's the other bird in the, yeah, okay. in the movie. Yeah, right. so. You need to watch it if you, yeah. If I saw her, she'd blow the bloody door. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I thought you would be all over that. I thought you'd know that. It's like no, because um, eighty two was a bad year for me in movies. Oh, is it? Yeah, I, I went off them. Mm. I remember watching it, and I'm sure I wasn't allowed to be watching it because 1982, I was 12. There's probably boobies in it. Yeah, no, there is. Yep. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Right. God, you're being attacked by a lion. <laughs> I think this is running a bit long, this podcast. Okay. So that was my breaking bad news. Well, that's, oh, that's good. Okay, so there you go. So... What do we got? Uh, legitimate movie, TV, streaming outfits in Australia. We've got iTunes. Um, Stan. I think it's called Plex. Oh, yeah, it's a good name. Dickheads. Um, you can use Crackle, which is not... Crackle? A, it's not Australian. It's free, but it, but, but it has ads all through it. Mm, mm, that's not going to work. And no, <laughs> it gets better. If you watch Crackle mm. and it has an ad, mm-hmm. it's the same ad. Oh, uh. So, and the ad comes in yeah, pretty every five minutes, maybe every three minutes. Every three minutes? In a show? It's terrible. Who the hell watches that? It's terrible. I've stopped watching crap. It'd be like watching commercial television, only worse. Yeah. And or better. And they'll play the same ad over and over, Try back to, to back. Have <laughs> you noticed that towards the end of many movies, and I only know this because we record them and then I have to fast forward through them, but... You can sometimes, when you're fast-forwarding on your DVD-R through the movie, if you go a bit too fast, you go, oh, the ads have... Oh, and it's back to the ads again. 
<laughs> the actual movie that they play, like they have eight ads. Yes. So, which is, say, four minutes. And then they play two minutes of the movie and then do another four minutes of ad. This is in the last, you know, 15 minutes of the movie. Or oh, at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can skip over the bit of the movie when you're fast forwarding because there's so little of it. They just want to drag it out to get it to the half an hour it's or the funny, hour you, mark. You can watch uh, some kiddies movie that starts at 8.30 and it finishes at 10 past 12 because there was, a, you know, an hour and 86 minutes, <laughs> if that's the time. Of ads. Of ads. Okay, well, that's been very good, Keith. I, I I rate this podcast a solid two out of ten. Two. And uh, therefore, I, oh. um, yeah, I will... You can't pause. That's You can't pause with Stan. That's no good. I'm watching. That looks great from here. That looks... Hang on. <laughs> uh, now, that's, that's the other chick you're talking about. Yeah. Michelle Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. And there's all the parrots. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. You have to get it out. Oh, no, you don't have to get it out. You just movie tips from uh, (laughs) Keith, the movie reviewer, who obviously is getting commissions from Stan. Blame it on Rio. No, that's it. We don't get commissions. Michelle Johnson and Demi Moore. Scott. Demi gets the uh, equipment out? No? No. No. Michelle does. Yes. Quality? Quality. Eight and a half? Nine. Really? Wow. <laughs> so it's also, size as well as shape. <laughs> also in there, um, Yamaha RD 250 or 350. Really? Side shot in mint condition. LC. Blue white one. No, no, no. As in RD, as in 19. Oh, the RD, not the... Uh, no, no, they were yeah, RDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. The, the 70s. The, the 77, 78, yeah. Yeah. Which weren't... I was never a great fan of those. I prefer oh, the right. LCs. Yeah, I do like them. Very simple motorcycle. Yes. Mm. Almost nothing to go wrong, <laughs> except the fact you have to you know, pop new rings in it every other week. <laughs> All right. Well, we're off. Right. Oh, and they seize occasionally. Oh, do- <laughs> oh we're going to do the off topic or no? Oh, yeah. What do you got? Quick. No, we've got to come back. We've got to do, we've got to do a break. Got to do a break. Okay. Do a break. Hello, Keith. Andrew. That was quick. Part three, a quick one. Oh, off topic. And we'll be off. Not that we ever go off topic. No, that's the good thing about the off topic part of the show is that... It's just out it's there. completely at odds with the rest of the show. So, to yesterday, yeah. I was on uh, Nicklin Way and I'm looking at this car and I'm a fan of the BMW. Nicklin Way, one of the prettiest... Roads on the Sunshine Coast. Four lanes of bitumen surrounded by 70s brick veneer shit boxes and assorted crappy-ass businesses that have decided to operate from home. Keep going. <laughs> I'm glad you painted that picture for us. Mm, well, it's such a beautiful road. So there's a new car that I... And I, I thought I was up on cars and I'm, I haven't seen this before. Mm-hmm. BMW M4. Mm. Coupe. Yes. Or coupe. Not a pretty car. 
Oh, I liked it. Really? I haven't seen the M version, so maybe it's much better than... Oh, from behind. Well, if you want to see the M version, it's yeah. going to be the safety car or the something or other car for the MotoGP this year. Okay. Well, presumably I'll see it close up then. Yes. Um, yeah. Actually, oh, fuck me. Oh. Spe- speaking of fucking M cars at the MotoGP... <laughs> I don't think I've ever told you this. No, I don't know this story. This is a classic. So the MotoGP last year, there's an M3 or something, right? Guys driving it around, like all official, you know, they've got headsets on and they, you know. Oh, okay, on the track. Yeah, yeah, obviously they're there. They do a a quick check of the track pre-race for every race, blah, blah, blah. Anyhow, he spins it. Like he's doing, like they go he, pretty hard. He took the traction control and off. And he's hanging, yeah, he had the traction control off. He's hanging the ass out of it. And we go, oh, yeah, okay. And he wasn't, he didn't have a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, opposite lock on. He wasn't hanging the ass out that much. But he got it all wrong at the hairpin <laughs> right in front of us. Hairpin, Honda Corner, whatever it is. It's not really a hairpin, I don't think. I'm not sure it's called Honda Corner anymore either. But the point is, he, he's looped the thing. <laughs> That got the audience clapping. <laughs> yes, it always does. <laughs> I don't think that bit was shown on TV. No, I didn't see that. No. Uh, that And I, he actually almost did it again and did the big tail wag at, at, uh, in the, the next, uh, at the start of the next race. I don't know whether he, was, he didn't care much anymore because he'd ruined his perfect record or something, <laughs> but I've never seen a safety car spin. I thought it was pretty funny. Was it the time? Maybe it doesn't translate well. So what else have you got? Oh, M4. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. Nah, not of the not of the not of the four series. I think the four series looks like an overblown girls' car, but I think it's going to be driven by guys with sort of balding head and glasses. Oh, and it sounded wrecks or something. And yeah, it's probably got a freaking. Oh no, I'd have a. It's a six cylinder. I was going to say twin turbo six. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes. Which is probably a hell of a nice engine. Oh, it's a great car, I'm sure. But no, nah, it does look a bit like it was. In fact, it's the size of uh, a. Um, I used to have a six series a hundred years ago, not the current one, which is an enormous barge, but the old one, which was a smaller barge, and it's that size, you know. And yet, it's it's a bit like the three series now is the size of the size of a five. And the five is the size no, of a I seven. I don't know. This, this must be a new one. It's it's not that big of a car. It's, it is a big car. It's not really a big it car. Is. No. It is. it is. It only weighs like 1,500 kilograms. Yeah. It's funny how times have changed and now that's light. Ooh. A Commodore used to weigh 1,400. Oh, did it? <laughs> Before you put the kids in the back. Yeah. The, uh, in fact, I think the minimum weight for the touring cars may still be, but was thirteen ninety. Oh yeah, that's a racing car. Yeah, it's a big barge of a thing. Another barge, giant taxi. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah. it doesn't. Uh, if you doesn't want to do talk, it? modern cars that give me the horn, oh, I'm com- starting to really warm up to the possibility of a nicely devalued uh, R eight. I reckon. I reckon the V8 version of those won't hold its value that well. I reckon when they get down to about 12 grand, I might get one. <laughs> now, I can see them getting down around um, probably 60s, 60s in due course. 
Do they have a... Is it a V8? They don't have a V8. They have an 8 and a 10. Yeah. Okay. You really want the 10? Nah. Nah, they ain't a bit right. Big okay? Yeah, I'm just trying to pick up chicks at the Gold Coast. I mean, I don't need... They don't care what the engine is. They wouldn't know. So, you know, it's... Nah. That's a, that's a really... It's a bit boring in a way because it's so perfect. It's it has. Like, it I, does have a very good note. It's a modern day. But Honda, I'm talking about Honda the NSX, ten. In the sense that it's oh. a bit too perfect and not really interesting enough, but probably a very good car to actually own rather than just get the horn about. Yes, but that's not really current. So what's what's the thing that gives me the horn that's new? Oh, I'm saying the M4 at the moment comes supposedly factory supposedly water injection with uh, be more pacific what do you mean well i've read a couple articles and the only one that i can what's the performance like okay it's like that fast okay um yeah there's something that does inspire me to yeah look I don't know. I did. I went to the track the other day briefly, and there was mainly old cars there. But there was an X Siege there, and I have to say, you know, late model one. Mm-hmm. I still think that is one of the most just perfect small light cars. It looks beautifully proportioned. We know it handles well and is a lot of fun to drive. It's not terribly expensive. I don't know. Under underrated by the. You know, probably because it's hard to get into because it's quite small that people don't really talk about it much. Do you get it? Can if you, you want get... a car to drive, surely that's it. Can you get a new one of those? I think so. I haven't seen one for I years. I think I've made it bigger. <laughs> Jesse would know because he knows everything there oh. is to know about Lotuses, but there is a bigger one, I think, but I don't really know. I mean, who? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I'm not. No, I'm still not with you on the four. I actually think the the M1 was far more interesting, but you never really saw them. I think they brought a couple of hundred in and they sold yeah. before they were invented. And you know, I saw one though recently, and it, I thought, yeah, that's a that's an interesting thing because it's relatively small, probably no bigger than the second M3, the uh, whatever that the E something or other, whatever that shape was. 34. Yeah, that's the one. So it, it uh, in fact, it almost looks smaller than that. I think it does look a bit smaller than that. Mm. Funny thing, the E34, drove one once, maybe twice actually. It is the most uninteresting car at normal speeds. It just drives like a... A car? A car. <laughs> it just drives like a family thruckster. And then you drive it faster and harder... And it just, it doesn't, you know, like most cars start to squeal tyres and roll. and Yes. And it really doesn't go any faster, the harder you rev it. And, of course, if you rev the BM and then you chuck it into a corner, it just turns into a different machine. And it doesn't turn into an animal or anything because it's not. It's not a terribly fast car. But, it's, but gee, it turns in well. It stops well. You drive it hard. The brakes don't fail, etc. Uh, fail. The brakes don't fade. Fade. Um, etc. It just is. It, uh, you drive the harder you drive it, the better it gets. Unlike most cars, which the you know things go to shit. Like you drive a V eight Commodore hard, you know, <laughs> just brakes fade, engine overheats. You know, obviously it devalues almost instantaneously. <laughs> the factory stops making the car. 
power steering pump fails, the water pump fails. Is that right? I'm not familiar with that. I think the engine itself is all right, isn't it? But, yeah, the chassis can't handle it. You just light up the inside rear wheel. I mean, it just doesn't do anything. It just wants to go sideways. The BM, on the other hand, just points, shoot, go, you know, get there. Just, oh, God, what a, yeah, good, a good, good thing. Haven't driven the original one, but having owned a few of that shape, BM, I suspect it is rather good. Excellent. There's our off-topic. Is that it? Okay. Mm -hmm. I think we did all right. So until next time, Andrew, that's, I don't know what show number. Do we have to give them numbers? Can we just call them shows? This is 28. Oh, well, you do have a number. And for those listening and wondering whatever happened to 26. Well, there's the lost files. Yeah, that's, yeah. We we did record (laughs) a 26 when we thought about coming back the previous time. It wasn't good. No, it wasn't that good. I don't think I've actually deleted it, but I don't think we'd ever publish it. So we've skipped to 27, and the break signifies our return to the studio. All right. Thanks for that. Thank you for bothering. Bye-bye. Bye.